Welcome to the Modern Manifestation Podcast. I'm your host, Bree Brown, a business mindset coach, entrepreneur, and a top competitor in a male-dominated industry. I'm a native Texan, the youngest of all brothers, and a lettuce-hating, wine-loving, curses-like-a-sailor recovering perfectionist. I've spent over a decade building my commission-based career, and my life's purpose is helping other women achieve the same multi-six-figure success I achieved before I was 25. I have a passion for helping women with mindset, money, and manifestation skills to help every young woman realize her full potential. If you're looking for vulnerable conversations, professional development, inspiration, or even a kick in the ass to get you motivated, you have come to the right place. Thanks for checking out the Modern Manifestation Podcast. Now let's jump right in to today's topic. Hello, all my fabulous friends. I hope you guys are having a fantastic week. Today, I have an interesting topic that has come up more recently with a very personal friend of mine. As we were talking, I was like, more people need this message. So what we're going to talk about today is how to manifest when you don't know what to manifest. I want to talk about how to manifest positive change when you're just not sure what it is that you want yet. Maybe you're still waiting on that clarity to come, or maybe life is just so chaotic and you're still struggling to specify where you want to be six months from now, let alone six years from now. Don't get me wrong. Having clarity is extremely important, but sometimes clarity around the what comes with time, and you might need some time before you can manifest specific things. Maybe you're not ready to decide on a career path or where you want to live or what you plan to accomplish in life, and that's okay. And you could still manifest a positive life for yourself without having these things figured out. This is a really big topic because sometimes we can get overwhelmed with the idea of manifestation and everything that we feel we need to manifest. If you're overwhelmed, if you're overwhelmed with where to start, today's episode is for you. And I hope you resonate with this message. It can get very stressful when you first start thinking about every part of your life that you want to change or every part of your life that you want to redesign in some way. And if you listen to episode 16, you know that you never want to manifest from a place of overwhelm. So instead of thinking through the type of relationship you want or how much money you want, where you want to live, where you want to travel, and all of these other things you can manifest, why not just start with something a little closer to home? Your emotions. Or what I like to call feeling goals. And I feel we need to space those out because I was talking about this earlier and Evan was like, what's philingles? <laughs> like like Pringles or something, I don't know. Anyway. Writing down all the areas of your life that you need to address in one massive list can be a great way to get your cortisol pumping, and we don't want that. If you don't know where to start and the idea of this kind of list is causing you that stress, stop and put all the things and ideas aside. Start with the basics and start with your emotions. Again, what I call feeling goals. (laughs) I'm going to be really cognizant about spacing that out now. 
The beautiful thing about a manifestation practice that focuses on the emotional aspect is that it also gives you the clarity over time. We talk a lot about knowing what it is that you want and being very clear and very precise and specific about it, but we have to let go of the how and the what. Sometimes we're not in a place where we can be specific about it, about the exact thing we want, or sometimes it's simply enough to be very clear about how you want your life to feel instead of the what or the how. The universe does not like to be micromanaged. So get out your pen and paper, and instead of focusing on a list of goals or things and ideas, people, places, whatever it is you want to manifest, instead, describe in a paragraph how you want your life to feel. What emotions will you embody? At first, don't think about any particular era in your life either. Think big picture. How do you want your entire life to feel? That is where you're going to start if you're overwhelmed with the prospect of manifesting big dreams. How does it feel and what does your intuition tell you? And I'll give you a personal example because y'all know I love my personal examples. If you've checked out my past podcast episodes, you've already heard that I manifested my relationship with my now partner, Evan, but I haven't covered this part of it yet. I applied this feeling goal exercise as I went about my life waiting for the universe to introduce me to my ideal partner. I leaned into the first goal that came to mind or what my intuition was telling me. The feeling goal that I wanted for my future relationship was my relationship is peaceful and uncomplicated. Before meeting Evan, I had a series of terrible partners. Some were abusive, some were manipulative, most were at the very least just dramatic and jealous or just non-communicative. I wanted out of that cycle of bad relationships. I wanted better for myself. My feeling goal embodied exactly what I wanted, calmness, ease, peace, And those are the exact words that I'd use to describe the relationship that I'm now in with Evan. And I'm not saying it's not also fun and exciting, but I'd already had so much of that. What my intuition knew I needed in this partnership was ease and peace. And that's why those were the words that I used to manifest. And I was finally in a place to accept this too, this ease and this peaceful relationship. And I was, I was finally to a place where I was understanding that I was worth that. But as a word of caution, (laughs) you will get exactly what it is that you ask for. The emotion that you ask for, that is what you're going to manifest here. Remember, I mean, I was in my early 20s at this point, and I had only had turbulent, jealous, and just very complicated relationships before meeting Evan. And as a result, there was a point in our relationship before we got married where I mistook the stability and this ease as our relationship being boring and dispassionate. But of course it would seem that way when I compared this new mature relationship to all of my past partners who were anything but. I'd compared the easiness and this calmness that I'd asked for to the chaotic relationships that I'd been in previously and already knew that I did not want anymore and that I was over having. With Evan, there is no jealousy, manipulation, or even much drama With Evan, things are easy. They're exciting and fun too, but still easy. And it took my 20-year-old self a little while to figure out that drama and manipulation and jealousy especially didn't mean that we didn't have a passionate relationship. We're extremely passionate about each other, but 
that doesn't mean that our relationship is boring or anything of that nature. It is stable. It is safe. It is healthy. And as a younger 20 year old, I just didn't know what that looked like. And when I finally got it, I was like, this isn't right. Something's missing because I'd had so much chaos in every other relationship. And thankfully, I had a moment of awakening while I was backpacking that led me to discover this and say, no, this relationship is right. This is exactly what I asked for. And I can be happy without having to work hard for it. And that was probably one of the first few limiting beliefs that I had to work through. I mean, there's thousands of them, obviously, but (laughs) that was probably like if I were to pinpoint the first one or the one that really made me aware of the beliefs that I had from my childhood or whatever, that was probably the first one that really like sparked this idea about working through limiting beliefs. And that was you can be happy without having to work for it. And I didn't really ever see that with my parents. I mean, it always seemed like they were working towards their relationship and it was difficult. So I didn't know what it looked like until I met Evan. And thankfully, my intuition knew what I needed and I just followed that. And so I'm so glad that it led me to a partnership with him long term. It feels right. So when trying out your feeling goals for whatever it is that you want to manifest, whether it's just the general feeling of your life or a specific area, if it feels right, try being specific with these goals. And instead of saying like, I am happy or I am proud, take it a step further and describe in detail how you will feel. So as an example, you could say something like, I wake up every day elated to get to work. Or I am excited about the traveling I get to do this week. Or I am filled with love for those around me and receive their abundant love in return. Those are some examples of taking this one step further and getting more specific with it. So write out emotions you want to feel as a result of living your future life and try to get as specific with each emotion as you can. Notice the physical impact of this emotion also. How does it sit in your body? What is your physical response to it? Can you can you feel this emotion right now? For me, when I'm on the right path, my future emotions feel expansive and I feel lighter just embodying them or thinking about that future feeling. And it doesn't have to be one word, by the way. You can choose all kinds of emotions that you want your future life to be. Maybe instead of one word or three words or five, maybe you have like 20 words that describe your future. Elation, happiness, success, confidence, you know, any one of those things. Maybe it's just a compilation of words And that's what you're just going to start with. And that's totally fine. In fact, the more words that you use to describe your future life, the better, because the universe has more to work with and it has a better understanding of what it is that you're looking for. And then it can get to work to make sure that you have the career, the love life, the success that it is that you're looking for that stays within those emotional parameters. And I wouldn't be surprised if going through this exercise does help to bring you clarity on the what. Maybe you're looking at all these words on paper and you're just like, oh shit, you know, it's one thing that I hadn't ever thought of that I would love to do that would definitely bring about all these emotions. It's going off and becoming a professional fly fisher or (laughs) joining Cirque du Soleil or whatever that is for you. Maybe that will bring the clarity that you're looking for and that you're struggling to get to begin with. So that's why I love this exercise because it does so many things. It helps you manifest but it could also work to provide you that clarity. And hold on to those words that in the future, if you ever have an opportunity for a new romantic partnership or a new work partnership or a new whatever, go back to that list and make sure that this new opportunity falls within 
the emotions that you set for yourself? Is it going to make you feel those things by accepting or by engaging or by going down that path, whatever? And if the answer is no, maybe sit with that for a little bit and meditate on it and say, is this really what's in my best interest? Is this going to keep me on the path that I want or is it going to take me away from that? So this exercise can be a powerful tool for helping you figure out and reconnect with your intuition. I know when I was struggling, I would bring out this list and anytime I was offered a new position or whatever, I would take a look at that new position. I'd cross check it with my words and see if they were aligned. And if they weren't, then that was a pretty good check for me to say, you know what? My intuition helped me come up with these words. This new role or this new opportunity doesn't check a lot of those boxes. I don't know that this is right for me. So if you are struggling with your intuition, added bonus, go back to this list. (laughs) And you might be thinking that everyone's going to be manifesting the same thing. I mean, everyone's going to want happiness and joy and all those things. But if you're committed to this exercise, your feeling goals will feel very personal and wonderful for you. For you, that feeling you want to manifest might be something like excitement, wonder, courage, love, confidence, strength, belonging. And this emotion might cause you a physical sensation like release, butterflies, energy, or some, you know, stillness or calmness. It will be different for all of us depending on our life past and it should feel right for you. There are so many different words that you can use to describe these feelings that you want to manifest. Find the words that really resonate with you, with the story you want. And if you're doing this exercise and you've already defined your goals for your entire life, move to that next step and start breaking down what feelings you want to manifest in each area of your life. What emotions do you want to feel when you work, when you're in a relationship, when you travel spiritually with your future friends, with your future in-laws, any of those? Break off into these specific areas and expand upon that exercise. And we do this feeling goal exercise because the universe can understand the energy and the intent behind the positive emotions, and it doesn't need any other direction to get us where we need to be. And y'all know I'm all for gaining clarity, and I want to be clear that I'm not telling you that you should not get clarity. I always recommend that you do. But sometimes we get so caught up in the how something will happen by describing every fucking detail that will get us there that we unintentionally keep ourselves from the outcome that will actually make us happy and fulfilled. Oftentimes, we try to retain control for ourselves instead of giving it to the universe in its divine plan. I'm looking at all my type A people out there. So it's like those people you hear about, or you may even know personally, who their entire lives, they work to manifest the highest version of success. You know, maybe they became that doctor or that lawyer or judge or whatever. They have this vision for themselves And they got themselves there. And a lot of times they had tunnel vision and in their mind, the only way they could be successful is if they accomplished X. And so they got themselves there. They manifested that because that's what they had in sight. And just because they manifested this idea of success that they thought they wanted does not mean they're happy. Doesn't mean that they're satiated or fulfilled. I mean, they got what they were looking for. But again, that doesn't translate to happiness. Instead, if they'd focused on manifesting fulfillment, joy, curiosity, passion, satisfaction even, maybe the universe would have given them an entirely different path to follow, a path that would have been better than any of the ideas that they could have ever imagined. And that's a critical point. Sometimes we don't know what we don't know, and we usually can't know what will make us the happiest. 
And so using that same example, maybe that person that just thought, you know, becoming a lawyer was the epitome of success. Maybe that was something that they weren't going to be passionate about, but they followed this belief that they had that that's what success was. And maybe that same person could have been equally as quote unquote successful in the eyes of society or even for themselves being world famous cellist or something. I don't know. And that would have brought them so much more joy. But because they had this idea that the only way I could be successful is by becoming a lawyer or becoming a doctor, then that's where they limited themselves. And that's what they shot for and manifested. But that doesn't equate to happiness. And so maybe if that person had focused on happiness instead as their ultimate manifestation, they would have found something that gave them both success and happiness. But it might not have been an idea that they'd ever had on their own. It might have been something that the universe would have brought to them eventually. The universe can see our best outcome out of a billion different outcomes. It is all-knowing. All we need to do is give it an outline. The universe can work magic for you with just a blueprint that starts with the ultimate feeling goal. I am thrilled with my life and feel expansive and bright. That is enough of a blueprint for the universe to work with and to guide you towards things that will bring you those emotions. And just to be clear, that's not the only blueprint it needs, right? We need to do all the other things that we talk about on this podcast, but that is a great place to start. And that's a very first step you can take in your manifestation practice. So once you have these emotions described, it's going to be a lot easier for you to manifest. You already know the feeling that you're manifesting, regardless of whether or not you understand the what or the how. Let go and allow the universe to work for you. An emotional parameter is enough for the universe to get to work. And the final thing I'll say about having this list and allowing it to do so many wonderful things for you is try to embody each one of those emotions, even for just a few minutes a day. So let's say that you have three things on your list. Maybe spend nine minutes or, well, I'll just round it to 10 or 15, whatever. Maybe just spend a little bit of time each morning meditating over those feelings. So I don't know if you've ever read those health, health books, self-help books where they talk about getting in power stance or just having a very wide body stance before stepping into some kind of meeting or pitch or interview or whatever. Apply that same concept with this exercise. So if your word is elation, maybe just sit for like three minutes a day and just embody that feeling of elation. What does that feel like? And then do the same thing for confidence. How would you feel being confident? How would you walk into a room? How would you stand as someone that is confident? First of all, it's a fantastic way to start your day. If you could imagine every morning embodying those emotions that you want for your entire life, getting on that energetic level and allowing that to influence the rest of your day. So not only does it do that, it's, it's going to make you have better days overall, especially if you start your day off wrong. I mean, you can take three minutes while brushing your teeth in the morning or putting together your lunch or like whatever that is. Take those three minutes to feel it. You don't have to just sit somewhere either. You can multitask and do this. Even though I'm not a huge proponent of multitasking, for something like this, fucking go for it. Especially on those days when your morning is starting off wrong, allow yourself those three, six, nine, whatever minutes to reset and embody these emotions. And imagine how different your life could be if you started off every day embodying those emotions that you want your life to feel like. And of course, just embodying these emotions in general, you're going to get on that energetic frequency. It's only going to help your manifestation efforts. So decide today how your life will feel next month, next year, in five years. How will your romantic relationships feel? Your friendships, your work, 
My challenge for you today is to choose the word that embodies your future. Choose the emotion that guides your future. Post this word on Instagram or Facebook and tag me at Modern Manifestation and share your word with me. And inspire your friends to choose their word as well. As an example, my word for the next five years is going to be inspired. That is how I want my entire life to feel. And I will post it on my IG later this week as well. So that's all I have for you guys today. Again, if you are struggling to manifest and you don't know where to start, start with the emotion and your feeling goals. I hope this gives you a great place to dive right in, and I look forward to seeing how it works for you. If you're enjoying this content, I would really, really appreciate it if you would rate, review, and subscribe, and share this episode with anyone you think that could use the message. Have a fantastic rest of your week, and I will catch y'all next Monday. And just to be clear, that's not the only blueprint it needs, right? We need to do all the other things that we talk about on this podcast, but that is a great place to start, and that's a very first step you can take in your manifestation practice. Thank y'all so much for hanging out with me today. If you enjoyed this podcast, hit subscribe so you can stay up to date with new episodes. As always, we would love it if you would share this episode with friends and family who could use the inspiration. As a new podcast show, we would really appreciate your honest feedback so I know what you like and what you could use more of. As a thank you for leaving us a rating, we will send you our seven weekly tips to create space for abundance. Make sure you screenshot your review and email it to us at hello at the T-H-E modernmanifestation.com so we can send them straight to your inbox. If you'd like to stay connected, you can find us on Instagram or Facebook at Modern Manifestation, or you can head to our website at themodernmanifestation.com. Thanks again for joining me, and I will catch y'all in the next episode.